had my eye on you a long time, Doctor. I consider you one of my most valuable long-term investments. And when it comes to my investments, I always do my homework. coming out of dc it is oh. unbelievable unbelievable it's unbelievable no doubt. especially considering how much the market likes certainty and we're getting none of that it seems. Uh, well, you know what the market sure. likes more what's that earnings that's yeah. what i was about to that's say what earnings. that's what it is first quarter <laughs> earnings over 15 percent in the s p 500 uh year to date um I mean, as far as uh, reporting in second quarter so far, over nine percent. I mean, that's that's good stuff. Uh, I would venture to guess, if I was a betting man, that we don't get any tax reform. Uh, well, there's a lot of folks that I've been trying to follow. Uh, some of the ones that I respect most are saying first quarter 2018. I, it seems unbelievable to me that, an election that we're going to go on. You think that? We'll see. I, well, I here's the thing. There's folks that, that believe that um, the the uh, Democrats were uh, punished for forcing certain legislation on us. Obamacare, one of them. Um, but you know, the, if if you assume that you were hired to do a specific job, and maybe part of that was uh, to do some reform on that uh, health care legislation, if you don't get it, wouldn't you expect that you're going to be mistreated? So. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see. I, I think it's it's strange the way they've gone about the whole thing, uh, expecting that Obamacare is going to be the big change. Then they can uh, figure out a budget because of the costs and then do a tax plan on the backside of it. I, I think it would have been easier just to start with taxes and go from there. But instead, we've got nothing. Yeah. I sure would like to see the tax reform, but I'm with Bill on this one. I don't know. I don't know how, how we're yeah. going to get there from where we're at today, especially with this recess coming up. Yeah, I hear more and more skeptics, and yeah. uh, and for a reason. All right, look, before we get to the questions, um, you can email us at drgene at hensler.com. You can call us at 770-429-9166. You can call us on our hotline, which we'll take a question somebody left over the weekend, uh, 1-855-429-9166. And you can Facebook us, and oh, yeah. tweet us, and Instagram us, and all kinds of whatever yeah. stuff us. And then um, that's a technical internet term. You yeah. have to be really technical. <laughs> you have to be tech savvy to, to, to use say. that sentence. Yeah. Right Lots there. of ways to yeah. get at us. There is. Yeah. And if you go to our website, which is hensler.com, yeah. H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com, you could click on our experts link and send in a question, yeah. and we will answer them for free. Lots of ways to get yep. in touch. Yep. All right, we got a question this week I want to get to. Before we go to that uh, hotline question, uh, Adam from Atlanta asks, I've been investing in Weight Watchers for a few years now. I figure I bought it around mid-2015. I really thought when they revamped the program, the stock would tank, and it did to some degree in early 2016. But I held my breath, and I've been rewarded. Where does the company stand on your radar? Well, honestly, it's not one that's uh, that's too much on my radar, but since you asked, I did go back and dig around a little bit to find out what's been going on with Weight Watchers, and uh, if you bought in mid-2015, 
2015, you've experienced about 173% annualized return, 652% return since mid-2015. I'll just remind you, uh, there's an old adage, pigs get fat and hogs <laughs> get slaughtered. Yep. Uh, this company, when I look at some of the other details, earnings growth has been negative 28.77%. As uh, many stocks are wont to do, uh, when good news is pending, quite often the, the price starts running up. Uh, I would not expect, even if things go well for Weight Watchers going forward, that you're going to get a return significantly better than what you've seen so far. In fact, I'd be amazed if it didn't bump along at market-related rates or even contract based <laughs> on the, the increase that it's had. Uh, five-year earnings growth negative 28.7%. Uh, price to earnings um, currently is uh, around 24 PEG, which is the uh, forward PE divided by the, the expected growth rate, 1.37. We like that number around 1% to be investable. 137 is not bad. Uh, you know, the EVA spread looks attractive. There's, there's plenty of reasons that you would think uh, that things are good. If you look at what analysts believe, uh, I always pick this off of uh, – our Bloomberg terminal internally uh, stock is currently selling around 32 and a half. Uh, One-year target estimate overall 30 bucks. That tells me that analysts believe that the stock is going to decline. It's not one that actually has uh, meets our our criteria for investing. I say take your money and run. Run. It's time to sell. Run. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Own you don't think it's going up after one hundred and fifty percent? I mean, yeah. <laughs> over yeah. over multiple years. No. <laughs> what no. is the uh, what's the PE you said? What did you say? Uh, it's uh, around twenty four. I mean, it's not bad. The the thing is, the earnings were negative for a long time. Uh, the equity in the company is still negative. Um, it, it looks to me like they've probably turned turned the business around pretty substantially. But man, has the price gone up? Gotcha. I I just. Can't see go. it from here. Two twenty-eight year to date. Yeah. So look, we I want to go to a, a caller from our hotline here. So uh, this is Dean. Hi, this is uh, Dean from Cumming, Georgia. I want to get you guys' opinion on a few tech companies. Um, I generally like the smaller tech firms, but I still own ADP. Do you guys think that's still good for the long term? And the other item is I'm also looking at Netgear and uh, Cabot Microelectronics. Uh, I wanted to get your guys' opinion on those two. So anyway, thanks. Have a great day. So is ADP a tech company? It is. Really? Yeah, they, uh, they're they really more related to um, HR, human resources, and, you know, taking care of the back office kind of things with uh, with pay, but since it's done electronically, I got uh, that's what they do. Okay. But uh, uh, as far as the three that were mentioned, I like them best. Turns out that they're the only one that actually meets our criteria as well. Uh, pretty stable company. It looks expensive right now. Peg of two, 2.5. Uh, explain, what, explain what the peg is. All right, it's the forward PE. So it's... Um, the today's price relative to expected earnings over the next 12 months. You take that number and you need to divide it by expected earnings growth. If it's around one, you assume that you're you're getting a reasonable price for expected growth in the long term. I got you. Okay. I got you. And uh, it's two and a half, so it's sub- substantially higher than I would expect to uh, to think that you know was was something that so that the looks future real earnings attractive. growth is attractive. 
the future earnings growth is what you're saying. Yeah, but but at the same time, the price is you're paying too much for that future earnings. Growth. Right, right. It's uh, expensive. Yeah, it's expected. To, earnings are expected to grow by 11.1 percent. The same thing that I made the case on on uh, Weight Watchers. If you think about uh, what the analysts think about it, and mm. that does matter. Uh, they expect it to contract by about 2.5% over the next 12 months. So you know, this was something I never understood for the longest time, and a lot of people still don't, but a $100 stock can be cheaper than a $10 stock. Oh, yeah. And they'll buy the $10 all day long. Yeah. Thinking they're getting a better deal, but you could buy one share of the hundred dollar yeah. stock instead of the ten of the ten dollar stock and be much better off. Absolutely, it's all about the value. It's what you yeah. receive for the money you pay out. And mm-hmm. in investing, the game is uh, the name of the game is is about the cash flow you receive for the for the outlay of your capital. So right. uh, if you've got a company that has uh, Known earnings, or at least very predictable earnings, we like those much better than you know mm-hmm. betting on a stock like back in the dot com era where <laughs> yeah. uh, it was gonna be the latest greatest thing. Yeah. Now, if you show revenues are growing like crazy and you're taking the the proceeds and you're plowing it back into your business, I don't have a problem with a lot of those businesses, but. Mm-hmm. There's still a substantial uh, amount of risk relative to the old cash cows that we tend to like to look at. Uh, so with ADP, like I say, it's there's there's nothing real attractive. The price looks expensive. You take Cabot Microelectronics. Uh, it's a, a relatively small business, less than two billion in market cap. Uh, definitely in the small cap space, uh, they've got a small business. Uh, two companies make up over 30% of their revenue, which are uh, Samsung and Taiwan Semiconductor, um, which are 16% and 14% of revenues alone. Not uncommon, but it still adds a lot of risk. I'm not a fan of Cabot. Uh, Netgear is is a stodgy old company that makes, you know connectivity uh, devices, and a lot of them are just like consumer-based connectivity devices. Uh, In this space, I mean, I've got one that I like much better. In fact, uh, it's it's, uh, recommended in our small-mid model, uh, F5. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, you know, all things considered, it's growing faster. Uh, It's got uh, true... uh, Earnings, it's much better followed. All things considered, I don't really like either one of the three that uh, Dean has has uh, called in about. ADP, uh, reasonable to hold. Uh, the other two, if it's just something you're looking at, I think you can find something better in the tech space for sure. Okay. Uh, let's go and talk about Naomi's question from McDonough, Jarrett. So yes. she says, if you had $100,000... Would you pay off a portion of your 30-year mortgage that is at 3.9% or invested? At 3.9%, I'd probably invest that money. And I would probably also probably. get a margin account. <laughs> and No, I'm in all seriousness. <laughs> at 3.9%, that's quite the low hurdle rate. Uh, and, and I would certainly, you know, from a math standpoint, I mean, look, if, if you can earn more than 3.9%, which is actually probably a little bit lower when you consider your effective rate on, on uh, the loan that you're paying 3.9% yeah, on. Yeah, I just ran it. If you were in a 33% tax bracket federal and state combined, because mm-hmm. you do have to pay uh, – uh, Governor deals some money too. Sure, you'd be at two point six. Yeah, yeah. So, see, so your effective rate is even lower, which means you could probably earn more than what you're paying in interest in just a dividend. Meaning, 
you're going to be better off completely by investing that money. Now, look, this is this is a behavioral question, right? I mean, nobody wants the mortgage payment hanging over their head. It, it kind of stinks to have to uh, pay a payment each month when you've got the money. Well, just uh, to give you an idea, so treasuries are state tax-free. Mm-hmm. So if I bought a 10-year treasury yielding 2.4%, that will convert to 25 <laughs> You've already beat it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so and it's guaranteed as it gets. Exactly. That's the risk-free that's the, rate. Yep. Right. So see, we use. the math is very easy, and we talk with clients about this all the time. We know what the math tells us. Unfortunately, the decision is not as easy as the math that, that you know Bill, as he just did in, in 20 seconds or so, uh, showed us. I mean, these things are uh, very behaviorally driven, even when, you know, it's funny. We can show that to people. We do show that to people. And even still seeing that result in there, it seems hard for them to go and then take that money and put it into something as risky as, let's just say, even low risk. I mean, relatively low risk anyways. If we were to go and buy these blue chip equity income players like Procter and Gamble, sure. they've been around for, you know, over a hundred years still. They want to go, they want to put it towards the house. And look, don't, don't hear us wrong here. You're, it's not a bad decision to put money into the home, especially if it's your primary residence that you're talking about. Uh, but also real estate in general, that's a that's a great asset class, uh, which is part of most all well-diversified portfolios. So I'm not saying that it would be a bad decision to go uh, and, and invest or, or, excuse me, put the $100,000 into the home, it just wouldn't be the most optimal one. I think if you right. were to look back down the road and say, where would I have been better off you certainly would come to the conclusion, I would think, at least if, if you're going to give yourself at least a 10-year time horizon, that you made the better decision if you chose to invest that money than to put it towards the home, particularly when it's at 3.9% or 2.6, as Bill put it. Because, look, I promise you this. I can't make you any guarantees, but... I can promise you this. We will never see rates this low again in our lifetime. We may see them hover here for a while, but we will not see them lower than where we're at today in our lifetime again. So Certainly if, not that three and a quarter one I got. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, I've been blown away with uh, the, the rates that have been available for as long as they have in the mortgage market. Yeah, they ask me all the time, yeah. what would you do? I would take a 100-year mortgage out. Yeah. yeah. 100. Go to the grave. Didn't fixed. Yeah. Year. yeah. See you later. Yep. Yep. Hey, all right, so let's talk about a couple other things from a pragmatic standpoint of view. This is reality here, okay? So you pay off your mortgage, all right? So I don't care whether it's a $200,000 mortgage or a half-million-dollar mortgage, whatever. It doesn't matter. If you have very little taxable money, mm-hmm. and all your money is in retirement accounts, okay? Now, this this person seems like maybe she's a little younger for, yeah. our, for our more mature people, kind of like Troy. Um, <laughs> Man, he's that? brutal, brutal, today. brutal, just brutal. brutal. Point. <laughs> yeah. If you if you have done what you're supposed to do over your course of your life and you saved as tax free as you can or as tax deferred as you can, most of your money is going to be tied up in IRAs, profit sharing accounts, 401k plans, whatever. Okay, let's call right. it all IRAs. All right. So we've taken a chunk of half a million dollars out of your taxable portfolio, put it in a house that's now illiquid. Mm -hmm. Okay. We've already gone through everybody here listening on the radio today has gone through 08 and 09. So what do we learn? Banks do not lend you money if you need it. Exactly. Okay. Let's say that again. Banks will not lend you money if you need it. They like to lend money to people who do not need it. (laughs) So they have a relatively close to guarantee of getting paid back. Yep. Okay. So, my point to that is now you come to me and say, hey, Bill, I'm an empty nester. I don't need the five-bedroom, four-bath house, 
that's five or six or seven or one million dollars, five or six or seven hundred thousand or one million dollars. Yeah. I want to buy a house up in the mountains. Okay. But I'm not going to take a mortgage out on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they won't take a contingent contract. <laughs> well, what do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah. oh, we can take the money out of your IRA. Right. And you can pay taxes on it. Yeah, it's right. going to cost you a lot okay. more than the sales price. Yeah. Right. Now, now, mind you, the IRA will allow you one time a year to pull out and pay back mm-hmm. within 60 days, correct? Right. Okay. So, is your house going to sell in 60 days? I don't know. Do you want to take that risk? Not in really. In 2007 mm-hmm. or 2008, I would imagine that it got real tight. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But, I mean, in this environment today, it all depends upon location, 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 sure. right? Yep. Right. So, I mean, literally, I've had this conversation this year alone mm-hmm. three times. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, why don't we take a loan out on your existing house, use that cash to buy the new house, and then when this house sells, pay it off. Yeah. No, that's debt. <laughs> okay, I understand, but I don't have a money tree, and if I did, I'd use it for me. Yeah. Okay. So, it's you, it, some of this is act as a CFO for your own mm-hmm. family. Right. Well, and look to to that same point. On the flip side of this, I've got a couple of clients who I've seen have a million dollars in real estate. Let's say to keep the math easy here. They're running out of their IRA money. Our projections show that they will outlive their IRA money, but they got a million dollar house. They can't pay the light bill. Right. You know, it, what good is having that if you can't pay your bills for the house itself? So it, it's it's very important that while rates are this low, that you make these decisions while you can. Because in that example, or heaven forbid, you actually sell the million dollar house and buy a five hundred thousand dollar <laughs> one. Exactly. Put a half million in your pocket. Yeah. You know, and not pull money out of the IRA, which is getting what tax. Right. Yep. Exactly. And look, these in, in the example I just gave, you're going to be faced with the same decision down the road, but you're going to be forced into it. Right. You, right now, you've got some option and flexibility if, you, if you've got an example like that. And I would say, while rates remain low, make a decision about what's going to be best for you right now. There's, there's an opportune time to take advantage of this, and it won't always be this way. So, Naomi, if, if I were you, I would take the 100000 invest it, keep your mortgage payment, and you'll likely be better off in the end for it, I, I would think. All right. Well, we don't really have time for another question, but what are we thinking about the stock market this week? Well, I, you know, it's still earnings season. We got a huge uh, a group of stocks that'll still move through uh, reporting, and uh, things have been good. I mean, so uh, I'm guessing all of you're them going with up. All uh, absolutely, all of them okay. work through the That's same economic situation. You, so, man, every time I've guessed lately, it's going in the other direction. So, since I need to. Uh yeah, go raise ahead some cash. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's going down. Yeah, wow. Keep it going up. That's, I that's guess. Jared. That's Jared McKenzie, folks. <laughs> well, but but to understand that really means I think it's going up. I just I'm being contradictory here. I know, but still, it's going in the opposite direction every time. Double speak. Well, you know, I'm gonna go with flat. <laughs> flat. There you wow. go. Look Bill, at it, Bill. You guys? The most improbable thing ever. <laughs> he always happen, does It'll this. Happen. One All day. Right. Let's see you next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. 
It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.